Welcome to another episode of Victory, the podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Victory! Oh, yeah. Wait for me. Irish crickets. Irish crickets. It's crazy. It's sweeping the nation, Irish crickets. It is, huh? I was actually supposed to have a beer with you guys today, but you know what? We'll do it next time. You know what's funny? People tell me, oh, they founded places. Dylan's didn't invent that. I mean, as if we were actually serious. <laughs> you know what? I, I really thought Dylan did invent it, and uh, I'm going to stick to it. So He invented it in our world. It wasn't me. I heard it from my brother, Tim. Right. Well, we've been saying it for years. We have been. Privately. Yeah. Yes. So, well, sue the Dylan family if there's a problem. I mean, it's just that's. Did they say who invented it, though? It's in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. We got a lot lot of great Irish people have called in. But the good news is a lot of people are having their beers and opening them and saying Irish cricket. So it feels cool. And, uh, you know, it it brings me to the point that the the podcast is growing. It really is, which is exciting. And, uh, you know, everybody last week I said, you know, if you can, go to the Apple podcast page. Give us a nice review. Uh, One jerk off gave me a terrible review. Doug is demanding positive. (laughs) Go to the Apple podcast page and give us a good review or go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's how I kind of look at it. The truth is, though, if you got something negative to say, like this one guy, he was like, you know, oh, this Doug Ellen thinks like he, he said he called me cringeworthy and said I'm like out to prove that I wrote every syllable and that nobody improvised anything. <laughs> Never said that, douchebag. OK, the actors are here. We talk about who does what. and who. That doesn't. was my burner account. That was me on my burner account. <laughs> so but anyway, listen, if you have something really I'm being serious, if you have something critical to say, say it on our Instagram page and we'll try to address it. We really will. So constructive criticism preferred. Yeah, I mean I know like last week we had a problem. Kevin Dillon wasn't here, but the real problem was Kevin Connolly decided to do the episode with gum in his mouth. I mean, he just is <laughs> chomping away in people's ears. You know ears. what's funny? I honestly, again, uh, you guys insert your joke here, but there was so much going on that day. Norwood, the businesswoman who's in the room, can back this up. It was just a massive day. And I, I totally forgot that I had gum in my mouth. Yeah. And well, it the, was a little bit annoying. The listeners did not forget. They heard it. It was horrible. Well, we fixed it. It was fixed within two hours. I'll tell you what else was going on that day you weren't here for, Kevin. But Stock Tip Dave, who works here for Mr. Businessman Kevin Connolly, they put him in the room. Now, we're all trying to be socially distanced, and we are. We got our six feet away from each other, and Connolly's in a, a airtight booth that has Quarantined. Bubble Boy. Yeah, the Bubble Boy is all good. But they put Stock Tip Dave in the room here. Like, he's six feet away from me, but he's fucking looking at me and like when I say something and I'm trying to be funny I look over him he looks at me like I'm the biggest jerk off he's ever seen in his life and it's it's uncomfortable you Dylan, know? Doug doesn't think that Dave like he wants to look at Stockton Dave and like Dave should be holding his side like rolling around laughing that every word that comes out of Doug's mouth is funny you're a funny guy Doug but he's in there working he's not like you're uh he's not an audience buffer you know by the way I didn't say I was funny I just said I would it would help me if the guy thought I was okay, or well, pretended he's not. I was we got new so, cameras that's so why you have Ed McMahon all right well, well, anyway, the most exciting thing about today is that Kevin Dillon is back. He In went the house. To, he went to Hawaii. How was it? It was great, dude. It was great. Look at my tan. Oh, you're yes. looking Jesus good. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, God. Please. That's enough. Stop staring, bro. <laughs> you want to go shirtless? You want to do it? I'll yeah. do it. I think it would be great Please if you do not. Did oh, my God. God. I love well, it. Well, maybe do it. I love is, it. Oh, my God. Whoa. Kevin Dillon oh. is going shirtless. He you know is shirtless. I got to be honest, Kevin, I'm a little jealous because I, I just I, I don't have the body anymore to go shirtless <laughs> at 52, but you look good. I didn't have it two weeks ago. I've been hitting the gym a little bit. You look good. great. And, and Amy May, I mean, Kevin Dillon's, uh, can I call her a girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, so Amy May is, I mean, her music's incredible. She came to the house and played some music, and now you're in Hawaii. Like, you look like you're, you know, on a fucking honeymoon. You're swimming with <laughs> dolphins. Was How that a real that? picture with the dolphin? 
It was, yeah. Dolphin just popped up we at a sw- opportune no, we time. swam at the dolphin. That was not an animatronic it. dolphin? No, it, you, you could do it at the Cajal. They, you know, we stayed at the Cajal. And but they just popped the up? He just popped up? Or no, they... no, you, you have to pay to swim with the dolphin. No, swimming, yeah. but how did you get that shot so perfect? They're well, trained they're dolphins, trained. They're trained. Right? They'll come up next to you. You, you can hang on to their, uh, you know, hold them as you're swimming next to them. Wait, great. is this a serious question, Kevin? Did a, like a random dolphin? No, just I didn't. Like- I understand that he paid to swim with the dolphins. I was saying that it's a really good picture. It almost looks like maybe it was a fake dolphin, but just oh, asking no. a question. I mean, just listen, asking. I got a hundred more of these photos to show you. Adrian Grenier can get whales to actually pop up and swim with him, but when he sees this, he's probably going to give me a hard time about this. Oh, well, yeah. he is. No, listen. Yeah. What's happening? Talk, talk to us about you and Grenier. As I've said before, I love Grenier. I'm starting to come to the conclusion he does not like us because <laughs> he is... He, he likes all, me. I don't know baby about bro, you. man. He, he loves us. He is all over the press talking about entourage, but he doesn't want to talk here. And then I saw an actual quote. A lot of people are sending me DMs. Thank you. And thank you, everyone in Australia. I freaking love you guys. Good but, fan base in Australia. Yeah, yeah and they're the, they're the best. I can't wait to go there. But an article came out, and they asked him, are you going to do Victory the Podcast? And his response, I don't think they can afford me. Stop it. <laughs> Did you hear that dude. with your own ears? This is in the paper. That's I can print joke. it. That's I can put joke. that up. I, I think it's a joke, too. I'm sure he was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. And then he said, like... He had this thing with Connolly. He didn't want to discuss what it was. What? But no, he did that's a, that's a joke. Anyway, Adrian, uh, I'm starting to feel that weird thing. Like, I'm the weird, like, XX that's, like, trying to get you back. Because but I, I think know. you started it off as a joke, and now you're just pounding him. and Because he's getting his social media blown up. I'm sure of it, right? I'm going to pound him into submission. But he's either going <laughs> to tell me he's got a problem with one of us, or he's going to come on the podcast. It's really that simple. There is no in-between. Adrian Grenier, you will be on this podcast. <laughs> yes, you will. Right. We okay? will. Drag you in here. All right. So next we want to talk about, so Dylan, today, it's so funny because we're going to get into season two, episode eight, oh, Mandy soon, which has so much great stuff that actually is so weird given the circumstances of today. There's a lot of Kevin Dylan bashing Malibu, which is so funny because A, he lives in Malibu and loves it. But again, today, Dylan, you're 45 minutes late. What happened? There was an accident on the PCH. I was really the feeling, irony is I was, amazing. I was feeling like Johnny Drama today. I was like, freaking PCH, man, it's a parking lot. Unfortunately, it was a motorcycle accident. I had to drive by. It was pretty. Uh, oh, was wow. Nice was the guy see. okay? Seemingly? I think he was okay. He was moving around, but right. I showed you guys pictures. It was yeah. kind of bad. You know, whoever hasn't listened to all the episodes, Dylan is is jumped out in Malibu fires and try to help. He has helped. He sent me pictures in the floods. He was there helping. And what's funny is you're talking about these things on the episode about all the crazy shit that happens in Malibu, and you really have experienced all of it. Yeah, and I, I would jump out and help if I was the first one there. I would have been yeah. right there for sure. But the cops and the ambulances were there. And also, so everyone knows, you love Malibu like we all do, correct? I love it. It was yeah. from this episode that I started to love it. You oh, know? And this oh, whole really? season got me into Malibu. I was like, this is a great place. Wait, I don't know this at all. You were not into Malibu before the show? No. I didn't know that. No, wow. I barely knew Malibu. That's very cool. And once I once we did the show, I just totally fell in love with it. Yeah, it's one of the great places in the world. And, uh, you know, even though it's like only a... 35, well, when Dylan drives, it's like three hours, but it's like 35 minutes <laughs> he away. He can't even help himself. He just can't, <laughs> he can't even help he himself. Can't help it. But what, it's like 35 minutes away. No, no, it's, it's like an a hour vacation away, place. Doug. It's an hour to get Right, here. you're right. But it's like a vacation. It's it like, is. It's beautiful. You had no road rage incidents, though, today. No, but I did yell a couple times. Yeah, well, I was I was ready to do a U-turn and go over the hill. 
Yeah. That's how long I. Oh, it was that bad. Was that you were bad. considering Las yeah. Virginis. Yes, I was. Wow. Yes, I was. And I had to do that in the past to get to work on Entourage. I don't know if you guys remember that. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it a lot. But what I can tell you is my. Dylan was always on time. He might have been rattled when he got there, but he was always well, on time. Well, not when there was. If there's an accident, you got to go all the way around. There's nothing you can do about that. Lost do you know Virginis. that now, like, you, there's like a website or something that you can check employees? Yes. Like, if they say, what do you want me to do? I, was, I got stuck in traffic. The boss can go. Really? Okay. Well, look let's, it up. Uh, let's look go it look up, it up. Boss, man. <laughs> look it I up. wouldn't do that to you. I saw man. the pictures. I, well, saw I had to show pictures. I took pictures <laughs> of this poor guy on the side of the road just to prove to you meatheads. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. We're meatheads. Meat and well, I you thought, become a meathead. I thought, you know what? We'll put this on the social media about that. They're actually pretty yeah, dark well, photos. Ho- so hopefully he's okay. He's okay. But what yeah, I can, what I can say that I'm very happy about it, and I am dead serious about this. You are in a great fucking mood. And, you know, Kevin Dillon has the type of personality, and I'm sure anyone who's dated him or knows him will tell you this. When he's in a good mood, you lift up the whole place. And, I, and like, you came in, you were in a good mood, you feel good. I don't know if it was swimming with the dolphins. I don't know if it's Amy May's new music. But <laughs> he spent a few days in Hawaii. I had a great, great trip. Hawaii, and then I went to uh, Sedona, Arizona. I did a little charity golf thing too for with celebrity sweat for the troops. Yeah. I oh, played wow. with Brian Erlacher. What a great guy. I'm sure he hits the shit out of the oh ball. Oh my huh? God. 330. Jesus. I mean, he hits bombs and he's a two handicap. He's really solid. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Good I, dude. Good dude. I just canceled. Unfortunately, what I feel like is happening now, we're about to all go into lockdown again, unfortunately. So oh, I was no. supposed to go to Napa tomorrow, but that's canceled. So oh. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping the next six months goes fast. The vaccine gets out and we all, you know, we get going again. But you know, Dylan. We talked a little bit about, I said Dylan was in Hawaii. I didn't want to bother you with such a dark video, but Doug and I were seriously kicking around airing that footage of the meltdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I looked at it and I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we want to put this out. It felt dark. Just so everyone knows what we're talking about. We all are, you know, listen, the three of us all have like our, our, our fire and sometimes we get pissed off. We're all feisty. So I got a little pissed off the, the other day. We, Connolly thinks it's a great clip. I don't mind. I I don't don't think it, the point is that I, I think out of context, if it was funny, if you were here and looking back at it, but I think when you, out of context, it's a dark, it's a dark I, I yelled, We may have stepped on you a couple times <laughs> when you're trying to get a word in. Here's what I saw in the clip, which I hope we do show. I told Connolly to throw the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song over it. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> that was good. What I saw, though, because Kevin Dillon and Kevin Connolly and myself, we're combative people. So what I saw, can I be totally honest with you? Sure. sure. Kevin Dillon made an apologetic look that, honestly, it broke my heart. I felt <laughs> fucking awful. I was like... Not only was the clip dark, then you looked like an asshole oh, because yeah. you heard Kevin's feelings. <laughs> about being an asshole. I would just have rather Kevin was like, go for yourself, but Kevin well, that looked could, like... It could go that way. Well, that's, that's what I, we that, talk about you being in a good mood. I'm like, you're lucky Dylan was uh, in a good yes. mood for the meltdown. Yes. By the way, it was, it, was, it was perfect. Everybody was the perfect temperament for Doug's meltdown. But because you know if what? one like, of us had a bad attitude that day, that could have been a disaster. Yeah, but you know when you have your fights with your brothers, like, you'd rather they fight you back then yeah. go I, they feel bad then i was like oh i like shrunk so anyway i apologize to everybody i love listen you if you watch the video i was ready to drop the gloves i don't know if you saw i threw the microphone i, went, I, was like, I love it listen now we have to show you know we have to show what Connolly said to seth green he said let's just fucking go and see what oh no let's Seth said what happens. You. oh yeah that was scary seth green yeah. said let's just see what happens we'll go so anyway if we ever want to get physical i'm getting older <laughs> now we, and it's, get, you know, we it's, do not want to get physical i've been though. doing my pull-ups bro yeah, yeah. That's all right. ups. You got to watch out. Now that's that one we may we may do. That is a social media clip we were supposed to have seven <laughs> weeks ago. Where is it? 
Give him another All few right. weeks. Give me some time. Give him some many? time. How many do you think you could put on film? I could probably do 12. Let's say January uh, 1. I could probably do, do 12. Uh, 10 for sure. I haven't been doing as many because I've been actually doing push-ups. I've been focusing on a different body part. Right. So uh, I haven't been doing as many pull-ups. I've been doing uh, work in the other parts a well, little bit. Well, either way, you look great. I unfortunately do not because I am supporting, in, in Kevin Connolly's yeah. honor, Movember. Movember. So I yes. look like an idiot. And this is not for, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, like, make some Tom Selleck. The whole bullshit aside, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about the Movember thing. What's uh, the problem? Our donations are like embarrassingly low, right? I I I don't know I don't know what to do. I don't. Right. So I don't what know I what need to, to say, okay, here, Kevin Connolly, he's he's a genius businessman and creative guy, but he's not a marketing guy, and he's not. I've said it to him from day one. <laughs> you're not marketing this November at all. Like I don't even know who to because tell. because I wanted to make sure that my stash. I think by this coming week. I'll have enough of a mustache to start posting photos. But the whole thing is supposed to be watching it grow. And, That's what and I'm I, saying. I posted yeah. it twice, but I, he won't even really give he me a He wasn't sure he could grow one. Yeah, I, I cannot. <laughs> By the way, he's got an impressive uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm working, on the, I'm working on the handlebar. You look like a biker, dude. I do. I'm a biker. <laughs> well, and I, and we're going we're gonna to post it. But, we're, Doug, we're together on this one. I am know? with you. I will do whatever I can. Right. It's, it's Movember. It's a great charity. But I want you to know, I'm 52 years old right now, and I'm feeling like the hair that I need to go to my head at this point is coming on my face so Implants, i don't want to waste dude. it I, I, I actually think it looks good i'm telling you, you look like the evil jack tripper in that three's company episode <laughs> i'll take it do I'll i qualify it. or well because you didn't shave on the first so you can't but you guys can help support whatever it is we'll get the number up right now i know it's my fault we'll, we'll, we'll get all there. right we'll get we'll it up get so the last two things again Go out, spread the word about this podcast. If you're interested in an entourage resurrection that Kevin Dillon desperately wants, yes, I'm not going to say I've changed my tune, but what I can Ooh, tell you is people are actually, people are calling me and going like, who owns the IP? HBO owns the IP. But people are actually feeling this podcast is giving them this revival. So what's IP? I just, in, the, intellectual I, property. Yeah. So I knew that. I was just for the audience. I did not know that. <laughs> By the way, you're right. For the audience. It's true. <laughs> yeah, right. So HBO owns it. There is no movie or TV show or anything without them. But what happened, the reality is the movie did not do as well as everybody would have hoped. So there was not another one. Now, the difference is in 2020, if HBO would have made the movie today, they would have never released it. They would have put it on HBO Max. It would have been about downloads. It wouldn't have been about how much it made at a box mm -hmm. office. And I believe we probably would have done four if that was the case. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you're interested in the movie happening, spread the word about the podcast. But not a movie. Like a limited thing. I love the way you're talking right now, bro. I've been trying to get you to talk like this for, for a long, long time. So yeah. that's great news. You know, what? I like that. It's got a different attitude. I'm just saying, it. Dylan, so much has to happen. Like in the way of like some lucky bounces and and this is a, a ton of red tape. Let's but face the it. The biggest thing that has to happen. Come on, come on. The biggest thing that Debbie has Downer to happen, over here. Yeah, negative just, Nancy or, or the realistic, the uh, realistic Ralph. Realistic, realistic <laughs> Ralph. Well, either way, if if you think about it, spread the word on the podcast because it can actually bring a lot of things. And you know, Kevin Dillon is. I mean, he's ready to go. He looks great. I'm going to shoot it myself. If we did another season of Entourage, would you do the whole thing shirtless? Would you do that? Yes. Okay. Yes. If you had a head up if you had right dude i will 12 weeks and get all ripped <laughs> all right so i will not choose actually so before we get into the episode though i just want to say one thing which if you haven't watched it Connolly and i have you got to watch the undoing on hbo and it's so freaking good but i want it's to amazing say, kev you and amy that? should watch this tonight it's the new hbo Nicole kidman huh? hugh grant donald sutherland donald sutherland i mean the show is 
It's David it's E. Kelly. So good. Who no. everyone wants to know, oh, Doug, why don't you write more? David E. Kelly, because I'm not fucking David E. Kelly. I don't know how he does it. He's got nine shows on the, the guy's air. guy's a genius. I don't get it. But anyway, the show's amazing. But I want to say to HBO, my friends who, who made my life, it's enough. Stop being children. Release them all at once. Nobody wants to wait a week anymore. It's 2020. Like, be nice I know. to HBO. Be nice to HBO. I am. I love know, the show. I think, I think what we've all gotten sort of spoiled on the binge watching thing. And when the event you do come across a show that you're absolutely over the moon about, it's one a week. Yeah. And I, I caught the first one as it was airing. And I've just been watching. You got to watch three in a row, right? I got Doug? to watch three in a row. Lucky and then I you. was miserable. But anyway, I'm going to watch it tonight. It comes oh. on tonight. And with that, we're going to get into season two, episode eight, Oh Mandy, right after the It's break. a doozy. Oh Mandy. All right, welcome back. Victory, the podcast. Doug Allen, Kevin Dillon, Kevin Conley. We are talking season two, episode eight. Oh, Mandy, any particular recollections of this episode before we get going? We always say it, but it's a great episode. Great episode. I mean, this season was great. Season two was just amazing. Dylan, you got your moments. We're going to get there. Let's just take it. Let's just take it right from the top. Let's talk about me. Yeah, well, well, you do. This is one of your probably one of drama's, John, Johnny Drama's finer moments. But we opened it. keep the, saying that? I mean, That was the Viceroy Hotel. Do you remember that, Doug? I remember it well, yeah. The Viceroy Hotel in, in Santa San, Monica. Ari comes in. He's got two envelopes. One with a $2 million check where Turtle says, are we going to go cash this? Yeah. <laughs> which uh, is funny. It's a great moment. And, and, and the list. The list is which a lot of actors deal with this. And, you know, th- this episode is definitely like something that, you know, in 2020 would actors and their friends openly talk about who the co-star is going to be and whether they could end up with that co-star. Yes, they would. I was going to say, they would openly talk about it, just not on a TV show. Exactly. So, I mean, it is a realistic conversation and I don't even like to even waste my energy on that. This is not right because they're guys and they're talking about beautiful women, whatever. So anyway, that's what the story is about. Vince is getting a chance to decide who is going to be his co-star. He's given five names, which talk about wish fulfillment. You're going to get five movie star girls' names to go make a James Cameron movie with, and you get to decide. But in reality, Cameron's going to pull the trigger on that, On that, which yes. we, maybe in some other universe you have a saying, but James Cameron is casting who yes. James Cameron wants. It's almost like a courtesy yeah, that they gave of that course, list. Of course, but he would not want tension. So I don't even know. I've never asked you guys about this. Have you ever... Uh, had an on-set relationship that was was going to affect your work? Has that ever happened? Nikki Cox. No, what am I talking about? Nikki <laughs> yeah, Cox. Well, wait, I mean, is this That's guy, what I was saying. By the way, I wait. knew of this story. Kevin Dillon. If you don't want to talk about it. Kevin Dillon. We teed the guy up because we were both. I forgot both, about it. But we're yeah. both playing a bit. You dated the girl for like two years. I dated her for four years. Yeah. Four years. You yeah. lived with her. A lot of people. I'm in this episode as an actor and a lot of people say you suck and this and that. But I performed just now because Kevin Dillon and I basically were just doing we a bit. like we yeah. didn't know oh, yeah. about Yeah, like, hey, Connell, you got anything Listen, to say? Listen, five seasons of Unhappily Ever After, we were together for the first four. Mm-hmm. But man, oh man, did we pay the ultimate price in season five. Tell us when, why. Well, because she was dating that now the stuffed rabbit, <laughs> Mr. Floppy, and her and I just weren't getting along. And there we were, like on a sitcom stage where, you know, on a sitcom stage, when you come down the steps from the bedroom, you're not really in a bedroom. You're on a on a piece of wood that's about four foot by six foot. And we just it just was a really terrible 24 episodes. 24 or episodes. Now, everyone. So if you don't know this. 
This show was from the creators of one of the great sitcoms ever, Married with Children. This show really did make the uh, the WB. No, the well, it, was, it was one of the original shows of the WB, and the WB and the UPN got together and became the CW. So, so it was an early. So part. if you want to watch Kevin Connolly live out a relationship, oh, an man. affair, and all of the drama, and then that was sad. Lose I a was, woman, a Bobcat Goldthwait, mm, which is ooh. just mind-boggling. You know, as you get your heart broken <laughs> that first time, you just don't ever think it's going to get better. I literally was like under the covers, like holding my side, thinking like my life was over. Did it ruin the show? Do you think that's why it got canceled, maybe? No, no, no. Mean- we were only doing the last season, but it was, look, we got through it. I got well, through it. I'm glad Whatever. you got through it. And it is a situation that happens in a lot of movies. But it's different on a movie and five years on a show. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. But when James Cameron's making a $150 million budget, he doesn't want to hear about any problems between actors or relationships or anything like that. So that's the drive of this story that Vince is given the chance to pick who his co-star is going to be. And one of those co-stars. Or weigh in on it. Yeah. And one of those co-stars he had a relationship with. But at the Viceroy Hotel, one of the things I remember, I mean, this is Connolly and I would always have this discussion how much fun can he make of me and we're only in season two that's what amazing is me and when i looked at your face this morning when i watched this episode ari says a line that is uh when they do the 40 under four feet power right because club. ari is getting acknowledged as power top 40 under 40 and he says what to me doug he says uh when they make the 40 under four feet list you're gonna be on it and <laughs> Your facial reaction was really great. You looked like you were like, oh, no big deal. But I know what was going on in the scenes. Like, how many fucking short jokes are we going to do? Really, more than that, it was like, I mean, at that point, I'd already heard it a million times. Like, I knew it was you. I'm not even, like, looking at, (laughs) thinking about Ari. I'm thinking, like, oh, Doug, hilarious. (laughs) But we're only 16 episodes into 96. 16 episodes in, and you've you've done it uh, in 12 of the 16 episodes. But what I'm saying is you got 80 more to go at a movie. So you you were a trooper, and I appreciate it. And uh, and I, I still it made me laugh i thought it was a good line yes you know yeah, well, you're hilarious you know no maybe i didn't write it Kevin Dillon might have improvised it. i have no idea but anyway we go to jessica alba's malibu house wow. that that at the time that house was probably 20 dylan what's that house worth in malibu it's got to be worth at least 20 i would think but yeah. oh, at the time it was worth 20 you're saying i'm not sure it oh it's like gotta be house. i mean that was a massive house on the water and yeah, if it wasn't worth 20 it's gotta be worth 25 at least then, well right? the ironic thing now is that jessica alba could buy that house in her sleep yeah. With the success of the Honest Company, yeah, now so- she could literally buy that house and give it to Vince and Drama and E and Turtle to live in. Yes, yeah, since, since the show though, Jessica Alba built a billion-dollar empire. empire. So um, anyway, Vince should have dated uh, Jessica I, Alba. I, I had a question. This is for you, Dylan. So I, I remember us sitting out on that patio and you and Jerry doing the hand slapping. I thing. love it. Did something happen? Or was it like, hey, guys, this is, this is, I feel like somebody got slapped hard. I was like, film is forever. You just yeah, got to yeah. go no, for that it, was, right? That was me. That was my right. line. I was saying, just go, go. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to really get you this as time. As hard as I'm going to do it. We don't want to do it over and over again, but let's do it as hard as you want. <laughs> and so we each, and he got to pay me back when we were at Trankus Market there. Right, right. And he smacked me so hard. He goes, all right, you got yours coming. Said, so who do you, said, who go do you for think, it, bro. Go for it. Who do you think got the better shot in? He did. Because oh. I was still kind of easing off. I didn't really go all out. So he was like, all right. By the he way, last licks, Grenier you know I mean? and I are sitting in, in those lawn chairs and we're, go, we're doing lists. But I'm really, to me, I'm like front row seat because I knew what was happening. I, was, I, I, would, I couldn't have been in a better spot to watch this because these guys are trading 
They traded pretty big blows, man. Our hands were so I red mean, from the slapping. I was just happy to be in the lawn chair. It was fun. I love this list. scene. It's so New York. Uh, you know, right. I grew up doing this game. And it was magic hour. Remember? It was like a magic hour. Yeah. It was a beautiful it was shot. Amazing. You know, what's going on now in the world, you guys have all seen the Russian slap contest, right? Oh, Where, my God. They do it in the face. It's, you never saw the face slapping no. contest? It is insane. <laughs> so I'm offering to do that with Grenier on okay. the show. Okay? So he might knock like, you out. Yeah, I'm okay, sure he so will. Wait, I'm sure You're going to let him slap you? Yeah, and then I slap him back. Oh, but, but. oh Dylan, you got to YouTube this. It's it's, oh it's whoever disturbing. has not seen this Russian slapping stuff. These are like Mike Tyson slaps across people's faces. Are and guys getting knocked out or yes? Oh, they're yeah. going unconscious. It is vicious. Crowds gathering around. I mean, these Russians don't fuck around. Oh, so everyone check that out. And uh, let's talk about this list, though. Let's talk about this list. I think it's an interesting list. Okay. So on James Cameron's short list was Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Lover. Jennifer Garner, Kirsten Dunst, and Mandy Moore. Yep. Cameron Diaz could be one of the biggest female movie stars of all time. Yep. She could have had list. Vince shipped out of town. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> yeah, she could have definitely had Vince slipped out of town. But that it's a great list. And uh, and I love when we reveal that the reason Vince has any real stake in it is because he used to date her. So. But also, too, this scene is where Drama and Turtle first throw up the flag about there being Mandy Moore, which reminded me that he was the last one out here. Yep. She's yep. Aquaman's kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really do like that because it's a good story-revealing thing that E, who seems to be, you know, him and Vince seem to be like real brother-brothers, almost sometimes more than drama and Vince a little bit, and mm-hmm. E has no idea about any of this. I've which- not even heard a whisper of an issue with Mandy Moore. Yeah. And drama and Turtle know right away that there's a problem. Yeah, so... He doesn't tell you everything, E. <laughs> Apparently not, uh, clearly. Some things are between us. That takes us into the the Trankus market with the Dr. Joyce brothers yeah. scene. But one of the things that I thought was so funny, and I don't know, our audience, you know, our audience uh, covers a lot of, of age range, but the mixtape thing. Vince was <laughs> devastated and he made her a mixtape. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Do you know, explain what that is to the audience. Well, that is, I can explain it because it came from my life. I actually made that mixtape in 1989. <laughs> By the way, no, I, I'm not, you're a total mixtape guy. I thought I was early on. I was one of those guys. I made a tape. This is songs that made me think of like me. love songs, like, basically, oh, like Lionel Richie. You know what? Some of them were angry, though. Some Mario were like, Speedway. Led Zeppelin's Your Time is Gonna Come. You know, it's like, you know, there was some mixture. But this was like, uh, yeah, college girlfriend thing. I made that tape. I got a lot of abuse from a lot of people. But it was a real thing, too. Oh, yeah. I remember on Long Island, guys making, I never made a mixtape because you're stuck with that mixtape. I always knew that. That mixtape is never going away. You know, it's that moment from uh, Say Anything where Cusack's got Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes playing over his head. And everybody always wanted to capture that moment for for whatever girl that was. So I, I did it for the wrong girl, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, everybody, I don't know. Dylan, you ever make a mixtape? Ever- I was way too cool for that. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan's no, I never did. Mixed never did. But Dylan does like to believe me. I mean, he may not do it on air, but he's bragged about nine times that Amy May wrote a song for him already. She so did? Right. We, maybe we'll play that on the podcast. Oh, that right? would be awesome. Okay, we got to run it by her, of course. Yeah. But, yeah. but was it, I mean, uh, what'd she say about you in the song? Oh, well, please. You know what? Don't she put wrote it, on it early like on. So it was he's... like, she didn't know where we were going, if we were going to make it or not. Right. So we're a little deeper into the relationship now. So, so, so uh, she's rewriting she needs it. needs another song. She's rewriting <laughs> So basically, Kevin Dillon is pitching that his girlfriend write another song. For I want him. another song, it up. Yeah. All right. Well, Amy May, write a song for Kevin Dillon. Doug, okay. where did the Dr. Joyce brothers, 
Well, how did that happen? I really don't know, but I can tell you, watching that at 8 o'clock this morning, I was laughing my ass <laughs> off. Too. She Just was awesome. Was out of the, she was great, great, but like, did she want to come on the show? I have no what? idea, and and she, uh, she was fantastic, and How I love. fucking her. old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is a, was a, a funny bit and just kind of silly or whatever that went when we're, we're loading up the cart yeah. in the shopping market, and we're like, you're putting in all this protein, and I'm like, don't get in his head drama. Uh, uh, Cameron wants a more fluid swimmer than bulky. Like, it's such a whiny E-line. Like, I, I wanted to punch myself in the face. And you know what? That is that People remember that line and love it. And that line was put in because the truth is, even back then, superhero movies were not in favor back then. And, and when we were talking about Aquaman, Vince just wasn't really built like a, super, a traditional superhero. Yeah. And now we see Jason Momoa played the actual Aquaman <laughs> yeah, in the thing. Yeah, and weirdly enough, we're talking about He's Asian. He's not a fluid swimmer. But I swear to God, there's an article that came out today. We can post this on the social media, but that said, Adrian, I'm not saying this. Adrian said this, apparently, that he would have been a better Aquaman I'm than Jason sure Momoa. I'm sure he was kidding. I have no idea. I mean, what do you think, Kev? Kev, do, you know, Kevin Dillon, if the camera can see him. Maybe he could beat him in a swim race. <laughs> I don't know, though. Muscle doesn't float. Who knows? Jason's from Hawaii, right? Isn't he? He's probably uh, I, a great swimmer. I, I think say. so. I mean, Jason looks like he's pretty fucking athletic. From there... Dramas off to Hollywood, the dreaded Hollywood for his audition. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I, I don't know. It just cracks me up because I actually had the thought. He's like, yeah, it's a Hallmark movie with Joe Montana. And, and Jerry goes, Turtle goes, Montana's acting now? Montana, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Some of these lines are great. Yeah, yeah it was so, funny. So for any of the younger people listening, Joe Montana is, of course, one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. And Joe yes. Montana is an amazing actor who's, yes. I'm assuming, been nominated for Oscars. Oh, yeah, he's been around Emmys, forever. Tonys, whatever. But anyway, he's worked with David Mamet and a lot of stuff and everything else. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just that continuation of the hatred of Malibu is so <laughs> funny because, like I said, Malibu is one of the most beautiful places on earth. And, and I is, love it. And I live there now yeah. because of this episode. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> it's just like typical Johnny drama. And that's why I love, you know, Marlon Young comes in later in the episode. Who's so Rufus. good. Rufus, his timing is so good. And he just calls you a fucking misery. <laughs> it's just really All right, amazing. Doug, I want to talk yeah. about this because I know there's a story behind it. Um, so Ari, we talked a little bit about the 40 under 40. So this is based on a, on a real thing. Ari's, He's in his office. He's getting his hair cut by the real Jose Iber. Is that his name? That is the real Jose Iber, famous hair, hair famous stylist. Famous hairdresser. Whatever you want. But what's the story behind the 40 under 40? So the 40 for 40 story comes from uh, uh, my old roommate, Brian Cher, was an agent at uh, Chervin. I forgot the full name of the Broder Chervin. Chur I think it was Ted Chervin. Great guy. But anyway, Brian Cher is an agent there. Those lists are kind of controlled. You don't like get picked. Like by variety, like the agencies tell you who's allowed to be on it. And Brian Cher was a hustler who would pull some shit. He got himself on the list. He got himself on the list. And Ted Chervin was a badass, man. He is a badass. He was a, a Bronx DA. He's a tough guy. And and Cher just isn't. Anyway, I love Cher. He represents, you know, he's he brought T.I. to, yeah, you know, to our ugly Cher's sweater Christmas party. He's a great dude. But Cher got himself on this list. And people at the office were fucking pissed because Cher was like a young agent and you don't do that. He overstepped other people that should have made the 40 under 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on what but I want. It's a funny bit. And, and were we playing Ari as 36 because he gets caught <laughs> being 40? But was that. It's great when he says he was 36. But I don't, to be honest, I don't even know how old he was in real life at the time. Now, when I look back at it, I don't know. What, how old was he? I have no idea. 
But but anyway, I wanted to do this story, which never ended up making it. But Cher gets fired over this list. He's thrown out of this agency. And then he gets a job at ICM, one of the big agencies. And then ICM merges with this small agency. <laughs> and here comes Ted Chervin again, back into it. And it calls Brian Cher into his office. Like, don't think I didn't forget what happened so uh, anyway brian share is uh he'll probably be annoyed that i'm telling this story but sorry Brian. so jose bear that's an insider cameo but i thought that was pretty cool well i mean too. yeah he's a he's a top hairdresser so it's cool that we got we got him to do this and, and that was great so but our ari calls the and furthers the narrative that the studio is now concerned yeah about vince and mandy moore yeah and the great line at, from piven cameron likes Mandy Moore's skin tone with the water. I mean, <laughs> who wrote that line, Doug? That's a great one. That's a good line. Uh, I mean, I, I probably did. Probably you, bro. <laughs> you probably, I, don't, I don't want to be cringeworthy to that jerk off who said I suck, but I mean, yeah. Take I, it, bro. I, what I, they I, said, they said we're st- they shut down production for two days for harassment, right? Now, do you remember the, what happened with this story? We'll get, I want to tell that story, but first, Ian and Vince go to do scuba training with Dale Dye. Dale Dye. Kevin yeah. Dillon's old buddy. Yeah. He, he trained us for platoon in '86. Wow, you worked with him too, right? Ken? I did, but he had you guys in the in the desert for eighteen two, days. Or yeah, something, I think was it was two weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks or something of jungle like that. warfare training. Really intense. Really cool. One of the things that I remember about Dale Dye, who also too, by the way, he's also been in a million movies. I mean, yeah, the guy's really had a great career aside from his military record. But Dale Dye showed up. He had no sides. He had no yep. script. He was word perfect in rehearsal. Jeez, yeah. I mean, the guy was such a pro. I was, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. Adrian and I were sitting there with our mini size. Like we'd never seen the, <laughs> like we'd never seen the dialogue. Before. I was watching Mission Impossible last night and I saw him in there. I forgot he was in, even in there. He's done a lot of movies. He's awesome. And just so everyone knows, these mini sides are small versions of the script that the actors who you can fold it up, put it in your pocket, who yeah. are not really prepared as well as they should be. <laughs> uh, so they can use their lines. And uh, I mean, but also, this is where where E not confronts Vince, but says, Vince, is it? And Doug, this was great. Kev, do you, you probably don't remember this because this happened sort of behind the scenes. The original line was E says, well, we heard they had to shut down production for two days for harassment. He's like, what? That's not true. I'm like, well, did they shut down production? And Vince says, yeah, yeah, the, the crew had bad clams was sure. the, the line that ended up in the show. Yeah, yeah. But the, in the original script, it said, well, I shut down. Shane West had cold sores. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. And it made it, I think, to the table reading, maybe. Yeah. And so just yeah. everyone understands what happens in the background. HBO Legal has to look at every word in the script. Thankfully. Yeah. And, and by the way, I'm still very young at this point. It's just a line. <laughs> I, and, yeah, you again, just thought it was funny. That it feels it like. It is funny. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, whether whether Weiss or Burns or whoever Charles came up with that or I did, I have no idea. But it just was funny and it was not meant to be mean. But the truth is, it's a nasty thing to say about Shane. Yeah. West. Well, I mean, you could say it's uh, libel. It's right. It's. Yeah. it's I mean, you're saying he's yours. got herpes. Right. He's got something, and it was not true. Just so we're crystal clear, it wasn't true. It was just like a line that seemed to be. I, funny. I, I do remember exactly. It wasn't one of those. You weren't trying to take a shot at Shane West. You just thought it was a funny reason yeah. for yeah. to shut a show, <laughs> to shut a movie down. And legal was like, you can't have a guy. Does he have? I think he. I think they said. Does Shane West have cold shows? And Doug's like, I don't know. And they're like, well, then you can't do it. But to be honest with you, I know how my brain works. And even watching it this morning, like the clams line, it really felt like just like a stupid line. And I know the way I write 
What I was thinking is Vince, which is great in this episode, Vince is covering up and covering up. So my backstory in my head to that line was Mandy Moore was flirting with Shane West. Vince was pissed. He's not showing it. And he actually says that. So it, it, and he, he also admits to making the mixtape and not sending it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a vulnerable episode for Vince, who usually gives up nothing. And he does hide a lot of this. And you're kind of surprised, like, is Vince a stalker? Is Vince like a creepy guy? Like a lot of it is uh, coming out that you wouldn't expect, which is not as it turns out to be. But he does have this secret that he's hiding. So it's always a pleasant uh, surprise. Uh, I, I, you know, I know you've popped up a few times, but drama goes in for his Hallmark audition. And there we see There's Doug. Doug Allen looking young and spry and oh, bright eyed and bushy tailed. Oh, you, Weiss, thick. Thick Larry, Charles, Larry Charles, and Steve Levinson on a sidekick. Yep, yes. on the greatest device ever, the sidekick. And of course, I'm shocked to see the crew. Yeah, from our season one. me for the first <laughs> yeah. time around. And you thought you're dead in the water. Yeah, you yeah. Thought, you By think the way, the, the music going into that Elvis tune. Yeah. And then we get to the big one. This is the big scene. And I remember... I had off this day. This this whole sequence was an entire day to shoot. You in traffic. Was that a full day? That was a full day. No. Yes, it was. Yeah. Was it? I mean, oh, and, yeah. this, and 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 by the way, Dan Addius did a Dan fucking. Dan Addius directed the episode. He yeah. directed the shit out of this yeah, episode. Yeah, he did. Great I job. mean, that that whole Malibu sequence, which I uh Chad I, Muska, the skateboarder. Yeah. Playing the Point Break character that I I might say that it's my contribution to the tell, episode. Tell us about Chad great. and how yeah, I mean he's just a buddy of mine that I knew and yeah, I, I said hey man, they're looking for well, this looking guy and he came in and he ended up being great because he did look like he was, he was straight out of yeah. Point Break. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was awesome and and Dylan and Jerry. I mean both of you in that scene. You know, sadly, I think as we were talking about the three of us fighting, I think the three of us have probably had had road rage incidents oh, yeah. that are stupid and dangerous oh, and nobody should ever do it. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that you, Kevin Dillon, were able to make that scene really funny. Like, it doesn't seem like like possibly my meltdown in here may not be funny. No, it's not. This really <laughs> seemed funny. Every time you're yelling, when you look out to your... That's my line. I've said that. Yeah, yeah. Do you really need to drive right up my up, ass? Up but I'm not funny ass. when I do it. And I'm like, you know, and everyone out there, do not get into road rage things. It is the no. dumbest, stupidest thing you can. And Turtle do. tries to stop him. Yep. Turtle but is- then the guy spits on the windshield. He's like, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> but as he's smashing the car and the phone rings and Adam Davies calls and says, you got, yo, you, drama, you booked, you got it. And you're like, I booked it. <laughs> I just stop what I'm doing. Dude, you dropped, by the way, at the guy anymore. If victory <laughs> would have, if victory would have been invented, you would have dropped the victory yes. right yeah, there. Cause you right. literally no did victory. look to the heavens as yes. you dropped that golf club. But also as both- the cops are frisking. Oh, me. You don't even care that you're going to jail. Okay. He's asking the cops if they know who Joe Montana is. I mean, he doesn't care at all. But what I also think about drama's character that's interesting there i don't even think you're pissed he spit on the car you're pissed that he says you haven't been on tv in 20 years that's so, it Hold that on. was the setup yeah, that's it that's it we're going at it welcome back victory of the podcast doug ellen kevin Connolly, kevin Dillon. so uh you know we come back and we bring back uh marlon young people love him rufus yes. rufus just great. his his comedy timing is amazing. He's a great guy as well. And uh, like I said earlier, him calling you a misery, which like <laughs> my parents used to call me all the time, sadly. So anyway, I think that might have come. Well, I think it was that, because so. I was like, that TV is going to rot. This, this, <laughs> this Malibu air that's going to rot the screen in about a week. You know, the, <laughs> also too, I don't know if you remember this, Dylan, when I think about that scene. <laughs> that was, remember again, this is season two, a lot going on. I mean, that was, that scene was at the end of like a four 
14, maybe 15 hour day. Yes. I just remember all yes. of us just like literally crashed out on those couches, like doing yes, that, we were doing that scene. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a long one, but, but the famous line, Kev, which you and I like Irish crickets. Yeah. You turned me I'll on say, to. Yeah. He, uh, he's talking about Nash Bridges. He's talking about Nash Bridges. I go season three, episode seven, me and Cheech. Enjoy. <laughs> and I, I was wondering, because I, I always say enjoy, and I don't know if it came from you, Doug, you, you impro- wrote that. You improvised that. Uh, I, did. I remember you, it. Yeah, yeah. You I did, because Kevin, you've always, been saying that I've been saying I say it all the time. I'm like, uh, here you go, guys. Enjoy. Yep. Like, or right like whatever, whether it's a golf shot a golf or shot. whatever it is. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. I'm glad I poured myself over the script and everyone remembers just the enjoy, <laughs> which I don't think we would have gotten to season three without We didn't have tons of improv, but we did The truth is, Drama's character is, I mean, whatever. I mean, you bring a lot of it to it. I really, so whoever said I was cringeworthy, I believe that Kevin Dillon made every word I wrote better. I really do. And and by the way, not just my words, because Thank you, Doug. I know one of the great lines. Hundreds of nice reviews and all Doug sees is <laughs> yeah. cringeworthy. That's how I was in stand-up <laughs> comedy. Like, if one person's not laughing, I'd go home and want to kill myself. So anyway, but the, the best line in that scene to me was uh, was Rufus, and I definitely did not write that line. It, might have, it was not improv. It might have been Brian Burns. I don't even know. It might have been Larry Charles. It feels like a Larry Charles line, actually, but he's like, he's got the bubba cushion, his, uh, the wheel well yeah. of his... Uh, Caddy, maybe he said or something like that. You know, it's uh, it's weird now with with marijuana being so legal in California. We did an episode where there was a, a drought and you couldn't get it, and and now it's like you can just walk out the door of the podcast yeah. studio. Uh, also, Doug, yeah. when we were shooting that scene, didn't you have a maybe you got there late? You were mad about Adrian's shirt. Were you mad about Adrian's oh, no, shirt? Not another shirt. <laughs> I don't remember it, but I can tell you this morning when I looked at it, and I'm not a. I'm not, listen, I'm not claiming to be a stylish guy. I thought that shirt was horrible when I saw it this morning. I have I no idea. I think you got there, you were doing something, and you came in, and it was too late. We were already shooting, and I think you were like, that's the worst shirt I've ever seen. It's entirely that's terrible. It looks like there's, like, triangles pointing to him or something. Heavy it's, patterns. Yes. Heavy no, patterns. I, I know what you're talking about, this shirt. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> really weird. So it's weird I, on camera. So I, I am glad you remember that, because I'm standing by it. I don't like that shirt. Yeah, so, you yeah. don't like that shirt. Anyway. Yeah. But we get ready to go to the big meeting. Vince, are you nervous? We're dropping him off, and we're waiting in the car, which is a loser move by E and Drama. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is, though. That's an uh, that that really is. Just so everyone knows, I have been around a bunch of entourages, whether they're athletes or movie stars, and this shit happens. I have been to dinners with very big athletes, and they have a whole crew that they make sit at another table, which was also <laughs> the beginning of this episode. Drama and Turtles <laughs> oh, are sitting away from Vince and Eric and Ari. So, But I believe, and I might be wrong, you would know, but I think they're sitting away from them because they're not interested. They're doing their own oh, thing. They're absolutely. smoking their wine. They, they could Absol- have been there. Absolutely we're, not. We're just doing business. They're suntanning. Absolutely not. They are not invited to the oh, really? business meeting 100%. I mean, that was a deliberate choice that Drama and Turtle were rarely like in on the inside of an RE meeting because RE really thought it was inappropriate for them to be there. Sometimes they would show up at the office and then they would even go. Like Drama and Turtle would go up to Adam Davies' office mm-hmm. or they'd sit on the couch, talk to <laughs> vagina monologues. But that was a very deliberate choice that these guys were not supposed to be on the serious meetings. I could tell because it's funny that Connolly says this as a, as a Kevin Connolly person, like that's a real loser move in your acting. I can feel while you're in the back of that car. I'm just like, well, I don't know. We could be at a restaurant down the street or something. <laughs> We're sitting in the car on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like losers. I mean, it is sad smoking pot and right. you know, like and- while Vince is in there with Mandy Moore. And again, I know we always say this, but Adrian's really good in this episode. Yeah. Great. great. 
He is. He's, he he shows a vulnerability. Right? Yep. You don't really see that. You hear that, Adrian? Now come on in and oh, uh, join us. <laughs> that is not an attempt to get you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, kissing his ass. But I love that we're all trying to build him up, too, because yeah. his confidence is a little shaken, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's great. And that's why I think Dylan, drama is there and Turtle is there 100%. To build up his confidence. Yes. You're giving him this advice about... What was the advice you gave him? I wrote it down. Yeah, said, what did you say there? Tell her you're devastated by the hap- <laughs> what's happening in Africa. <laughs> It'll say you're up on current events and you're sensitive. Yeah, I mean, it's really funny that, like... And Vince is also worried about it. Like, Mandy's really smart. He's got yeah. to impress her. But E is about business. And E is annoyed that... A, he doesn't know about this relationship. B, that the, <laughs> even the possibility that somehow this movie could get fucked up because of a, of a relationship. So, uh, and, then I th- I, and then I also tell him, hey, don't forget it's called Aquaman, not Aqua Girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't forget that. Yeah. And I also love what I love is you're so sincere with your advice. Vince, he kind of humors you as if he takes it in. Yeah. And E is just like, I can't, like, I said that, by the way, I said, while we were waiting for Dylan, who was late for the podcast today, I was like, <laughs> I can't believe this is my fucking life on a Sunday, which I, I'm glad you're here and I love you. But it's like, that's how E kind of is. And E was. I, I was feeling like that when we were shooting it. Yeah. and, and I, Why I, are we here? Why right. are we in this scene? Right. Why am I in this scene? And, and just so you know, so everyone's out there, it was definitely conscious choices. This is an entourage. And these guys, their, their purpose at the end of the day is is to be there for Vince, mm-hmm. and that's what they did. So you can judge it for what it is, but I'm telling you, you can go look around when you see your famous, famous, your favorite famous athlete. I guarantee he's got a crew of friends. That's interesting about the separate table. I guess you're right. By the way, there were a lot of times where Kevin Dillon, there were a lot of times where there was some great celebrity that you yeah. loved, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to come today. And then you're like, I'm not coming from Malibu. No, I don't no, care just, who's there. It's a lot of, it's a long way to go. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, it's two hours in the car, yeah. right? To say hi yeah. to somebody, they, yeah. well, you'll see him at the premiere. But now, Doug, we, one of the things, we're on charge known for and I think this is a great one great cliffhanger line by Grenier in here and by cliffhanger I mean you know the ramifications of that especially today you would you would never say it but it, he come Vince comes in he goes it was awkward get <laughs> her off the movie yeah. <laughs> yeah well he said I'm not doing it he didn't say get her off the movie. No, did he? he did. did he he said get her off the movie. And, yeah. and what I was saying to Kevin before we started, in 2020, that is legitimately grounds for a lawsuit, uh, taking down Vince's career. And, you know, I guess I can see how that is. But at the end of the day, he's the guy who got the job. They asked him who he wants on the movie. And mm-hmm. even though he says it in a, because he's hurt and vulnerable, even though he says it in a somewhat nasty way, he's basically saying, I cannot work with her. And, uh, you know, what, it's not What gonna... would happen, like, behind closed doors of a studio when you find out these, oh, by the way, these actors despise each other? I guess they would know through agents and whatnot Yeah, beforehand. I mean, well, if they didn't know beforehand, that's where the problem is. If all of a sudden Vince said, we have a relationship and I want her thrown off of this movie, that's a big problem. But I don't think that's what Vince was saying. Vince right. was saying, I'm it not is gonna awkward. Be, I'm not going to be able to work like this. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so either I can leave or she can leave is what he's saying. So anyway, right. but uh, I thought the episode was great. It I was thought fun. Mandy Absolutely. was awesome. I, I always will be thankful. She's on a great show now. This is us. She's winning Emmys and she's Big awesome. Star. And uh, Marlon Young, yes. Chad we, Muska. We got to get him Dale on. We, he'd be a good, he would be a good, uh, Marlon? Uh, Marlon be a great guest. He's so a great guy. Let's yeah. get Marlon on. I still yeah. am in contact with him so we can do that. Dylan, do you think you could pull off Dale Dye in studio? Yeah. Oh. I could try. You know. I would love to get I him. I bet he would do it. Be great to get he's him. Got a, oh, he's got a, so many oh, great yeah. stories. I, I would step right out of the entourage. I got his number. I'll call him. Great. 
Kevin yeah. Dillon is 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 you heard it, folks. Dale I'm died. guaranteeing it, right? And I will I promise the I will promise the audience that you will not be disappointed if Dale Dye sits yes. in that chair and does oh, yeah. a podcast. It's He'll good tell shit. stories of platoon during the training and stuff like that. He's like so that was Dale Dye in his prime. He was just mean and yeah. Grr, he had a grouse. He was, he was one of the boys too. He yeah. was just uh, you love the guy. But on Absolutely entourage, you could tell he was out there having a good time. You yeah. know what I mean? He had like a wink and a nod yeah. because he wasn't buried in the desert or buried in yeah. the dirt I, out in yeah. Vietnam. I would yeah. love to get him on this because I know, Conley, what was the show you did with Dale? It was called Sam Circus. All right, Sam Circus. Kevin Conley, it was an emotional thing. They froze him out. They treated he was the him. new guy. Yeah, FNG. Fucking new guy. And don't give him give him a hard time. That's the right, hard they, time. Nobody they told to us him. to do that. Yeah, yeah, don't talk to him. But Connolly, makes a lot of sense. That's the way it was. They didn't but Connolly was really distraught about it. He's a sensitive guy. He, no, he is. And I love him for it. He's still upset about it. And you, I think you want to talk to Dale. I think you want to confront <laughs> I don't Dale think Dunn. He would remember. He's a I don't snag. Think he would He's it. a snag. Sensitive new age guy. But it might, it might be like a goodwill hunting moment for Connolly if he could get in front of him and realize it wasn't your fault, Kevin. Well, like, also, too, I think when we started, <laughs> when we started shooting scenes and Daly started coming in, he started to understand what it was that I was doing out there. Oh, I love it. Well, you, don't anyway. mean, you won't hear me talk much about my acting, but I fucking killed it in that pilot. Happy to show. Maybe we could do, you know what? Social clip. I would love to a get a copy clip. of that pilot. But everyone, so I hopefully you learned a couple of things today. This was fun. Kevin Dillon is back. November. Please donate to my Movember. I'm embarrassed. The poor guy's Movember. 25 bucks. Every little bit helps. By the way, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to secretly jump it up a little bit today. So Kyle doesn't have to be embarrassed, but uh, this was great. Having Kevin Dillon back. People were, people, Again, it's a bit. Kevin Dillon's not going anywhere. We got him. I Jerry, love this. I love this. Are you kidding? <laughs> Jerry Ferraro will be back often. Emmanuel's going to be back soon as well. And yeah, this- we got to get Emmanuel for the Bar Mitzvah episode, which is coming up. So yeah. she's got to zoom in yes. for that. But this was great, guys. I love you. Glad everyone's back and healthy and can't wait to hear the new song about Kevin Dillon. That wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. Don't care if you follow me, but follow Victory the Podcast page on Instagram. Yes. And Kevin Dillon official. Victory!